You keep saying it won't happen. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen because how many episodes have we talked about it? And it I mean, still hasn't I mean, it does take a lot of choreography, COVID. too. Fucking so. It takes a lot of choreography to get that done. Um, Ellen, can you give me some uh, words, some verbiage, if you will? Yes, I believe that it's going to happen. What's going to happen? The brunch pod. Oh, yeah. Annabelle's a non-believer. I was about to say, like that's not normal. All right, that's that's that tracks for her, <laughs> a non-believer. Well, I think we're here, everybody. Oh wow, trying to break my phone. What's up, y'all? Are we in? What happened? Welcome to Chilling in the Living Room, episode 39. Nothing. This is your host, Kylan, with my girlfriend and somebody that just puts up with me, Annabelle. I put up with you, too. Ooh. Everybody puts up with me. Welcome to the party, everyone. No. No. Get it? No. The party? Mm Mm-mm. What? Mm Mm-mm. One of these days. One of these days. I'm going to get one of these uh, jokes slash puns off, and you guys are going to love it. Ralph's actually sitting in his bed today. Yeah, that's... He never He looks like a bed. king, doesn't he? He does. He's usually in somebody's like face or lap or somewhere. Can I get any kind of um, recognition for not fucking up the introduction today, please? You did fuck it up, though. How? You said potty. Yeah, the potty. Yeah, no, that isn't like that's the P O D D Y. The pot, the party, the Ugh. potty. Okay, we need to move on. Annabelle, I just realized <laughs> what your shirt says. Oh, oh. <laughs> I forgot what I was wearing today. Annabelle, Annabelle came in here with some swag. It says "ew, people." Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> My dad actually bought this for me for Christmas. <laughs> I love it. He knows me so well. It, that's a pretty good shirt, I oh, must yeah. say. It's pretty awesome. Also, I feel like your dad would wear that. Does he like people? Um, yes, hmm. but he would still also wear it just, you know, because that's the kind of person he is. Because it's funny. Cause it, yeah, more because it's funny, but he definitely bought it for me because exactly. Like, mm. yeah. Mm. Then you, the back of yours should say, ooh, kids. Well. Yeah, probably. Well, they fall under the category of people, generally. Kids right, but do. to be more specific, like, you really just I like need. Kids. I would need a different shirt for that, I feel <laughs> like. Ew, kids. <laughs> yeah. And, and just purposefully wear that one out what in public. Like, when you know you're going to be around a lot of people where on? kids are, <laughs> pick that shirt. I would rather it say, ugh, kids. <laughs> U-G-H, you know? Because I got ew people. And I'm gonna go, ugh, oh, we're down two today, y'all. Yeah. Going into the fourth, the 40th. Go down two, going into the 40th. Wait, I thought this was 39. It is. We should do something special for our 40th. <laughs> We're doing something special for our 50th. Yeah, we should do something special for our 50th. Exactly. Fine, which I'll celebrate the 40th. <laughs> if you can get everybody to She's show gonna up for the 40th, we'll celebrate. <laughs> never, like <laughs> confetti guns and everything. <laughs> like, Fuck it, 40th, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready for it. So, uh, yeah, we're missing two today. Um, Eddie has uh, prior engagements, and <laughs> and Drini's just tired. I mean, I get it. Like, we're not important, but, you know, we're she was steadily. Well, Drini got off work late. Yeah. yeah, we're steadily increasing. That's all I'm saying. Like, 1% a week, I'm down for that. 1% of what? Listeners. Nuh-uh. Mm-hmm. 
How? One percent. What is one percent? One person? Half of a person? Yeah. Half a person. <laughs> well, see, the problem is when when you're getting nearly forty to fifty listeners. When you're getting forty to fifty listeners a week, um, one is nearly one percent. One is better than zero. But the fact that it's increasing every week, I feel like, is really good. Go team. Yes. Good job, guys. Continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And um, we just need more people doing reviews, sharing, liking, subscribing. Have we gotten any suggestions yet? Uh, no, I think we need to be a little bit... Or, well, I think we need to be a little bit more... Yeah, I think we just need to be a little bit more talkative about everything. Bro, we are. What do you mean? We don't mean? elaborate. Is that the we suggestion? Only, we literally... That's his suggestion. You okay. didn't listen to him. I'm glad to we literally talk about what's what's literally going on. Like, you always start the conversation with what's been going on with everybody. Mm. Raph has his paws crossed right now. Speaking of which, Annabelle had a hectic week. Ugh. Yeah, we're not even going to ask how your week was. We know how it was, and it was terrible. But it ended well. But the viewers don't know. Kylan, move your feet. She's trying to get a picture of Ralph because he looks but cute. But the viewers don't know. Annabelle, yeah, I was going like to tell for. I was just going to tell it anyway. So, just to kind of make it a quick situation. A quick one. Well, because I don't want to go through all all the details. We don't need to relive the trauma. Exactly. I don't want to relive the trauma. Richard and I were uh, in uh, Maryland visiting his family. Shout and out, Richard. Shout out, my boyfriend. Um. And he paid a friend of his to watch his three dogs. Um, he's got two three-year-olds and one 12-year-old. And this person has watched the dogs before. Never been a problem. And two days into our trip, we get a phone call that the dogs have been lost. All three, to All be three. exact. And can I state that this motherfucker lost them the first night that you left and did not call you until day two. Yeah. That also happened. We were not, we were in West Virginia the time it happened. So we were only about five hours away at the time we had just left and we would have turned right back around and came back home. Like no, no question, but we didn't know until two days later and they were still missing so we drop everything and return. Uh, that was the longest eight-hour drive, I think, ever. And spent the next couple of days uh, looking for his three dogs. Yes, days. These poor babies were gone for... A total of four days. Yes. On the streets. Mm-hmm. In the rain. In the rain. The night we got back, we actually spent two hours walking around in the rain in the neighborhoods in the surrounding area around his house. Two hours. And they ended up getting, what was it, like two and a half miles So from his house? Yeah. So the wild part was when they were finally found, they were picked up by Animal Care and Control. Um, the Sunday... Sometimes Sunday late morning mm-hmm. is what we found out. Wait, did you find out that animal control pick them up or somebody dropped them off to animal control did they ever animal tell control you pick them up yes oh they did so okay so here's the wild part they made it two and a half miles in one direction like toward winchester road and then somehow in the next day they made it two and a half miles toward russell cave road you know they was just chilling 
trying to see. I mean, and they stuck together. The wild part was they found, you know, four days later, all three of them were still together at the KFC on Russell Cave Road. Wait, so so Chalk was with the little? Yes. Yes. So this is what they told Richard after when he picked him up yesterday. Yes. When he went to pick them up. Oh my God. It really is a true life homeward bound story. Helen is a Disney motherfucker about this. I am here for it. I love Disney. Okay, but how, what are the odds that all three stick together for four days? And here's the wild part. I'm kidding. There had been many sightings of the littles. (laughs) People, you know, people confirmed they saw Q and Emma. They were like, oh, yeah, we definitely saw those dogs, da 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 Nobody saw Chalk. Nobody. We have no idea why either A, nobody saw him, or B, they met up later, I guess, somehow. Or maybe Chalk was just always, like, in the lead, and people didn't notice until they saw the two little ones. Maybe. I have no clue. But four days of them being on the street, they were finally found, picked up by ACC, um, Wait, so did somebody at KFC call animal control? I guess so. I guess they were just saying, you know, there are three dogs in this parking lot. And I assume it's because they were starving food. to death. Oh, my gosh. And so, yes, they were finally found. And Richard was able to go pick them up and bring them all home. And I spent all day with them today. I worked from his house so I could be with them all day. And Q-Tip slept in my lap for... Pretty much the entire day. Oh, my God. He didn't want to get up. Emma is not super cuddly, so she'd get in my lap, and then she'd get down, and then she'd go sleep for an hour, and then she'd get up and get in my lap. Chalk doesn't do that. He doesn't really. He's like, oh, whatever. He's 12. He doesn't care. Yeah. But they have spent the majority of the last two days sleeping more than they have ever slept. Oh, I'm sure. They have to be exhausted. Oh, yeah. And, like, he brought them home Monday, and I went over there Monday night just to see everybody. And they could barely keep their eyes open. Oh, my god! Like, they would get so excited that I came in, and I was loving all over them. And, like, you know what, you know what, like, a person looks like when they're just dead tired and their eyes are droopy? And yeah. Just, that's what they look And I have never seen them look like that before. Well, I mean, I can't imagine. I uh-uh. mean, it, like. They probably didn't fucking sleep. Or eat. Like, how would you, like, where would you sleep? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was, nobody was hurt. There were no injuries. There were, no, and we were really lucky that all three of those dogs weren't injured because, or anything happened to them. Like that, you know, they got all their vaccines and everything was great, and brought them home. The lady that was ahead of him at the AEC picking up her dog, he actually overheard the conversation. The dog had gotten loose, and something had happened, and the options were put the dog down, or try to spend the money to put it up for adoption. Because some, he doesn't. Wait, he's not, she couldn't get it back. No, like she could get the like she could get the dog back, but she didn't want it back. No, she did, but it was more like the, the cost of for her was going to be the, too like much. the vet bill. Like it had gotten right. hurt for and, what it, whatever whatever had happened to the dog. It was so bad that she couldn't afford whatever the vet bills were. Oh gonna be. my gosh. Can you imagine? No, I can't. Awful. I can't imagine. I absolutely can't because we got lucky that nothing happened to any of them. And you got extremely lucky with all three. All three. I mean, that's think about people who lose part. one dog and it gets fucked up. All three of them. That's why I keep going back to homeward bound. Liter- <laughs> and, and shadow even got injured. Like, but they all three made it home together and were not 
hurt at all i mean it's exhausted of course they're gonna be exhausted and yeah. starving mm-hmm. and like weak. they definitely did lost they they definitely lost weight oh well, how yeah, could they, they not yeah they, they were literally they one they weren't miles. eating two yeah. they were running all day long <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I assume it was a dog. I, I, he just kind of caught, you know, the end of maybe it was that guinea pig. The guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how much surgery on a guinea pig costs? Yeah, fuck that. But there's, anyway, there's a lot to unpack with your story, by the way. And I know you guys aren't on my side a lot with this at all. But one, are you guys still friends with this dude who watched the dog? Watch the dog. So I'm not. I never was. And I just kind of put up with this individual because they had been friends for so long. And this to me was the last straw. Like you are officially, officially dead to me. And don't get me wrong. He knows he fucked up like so bad that every single person that Richard has talked to about what had happened said, oh, yeah, you know, he talked to me and he was he was either on the verge of tears or looking for, you know, what can I do to help? Like, of course he, he realizes he be. that he, he lost his three kids. Like you don't, he, he understands. He under, he completely understands. But to me, you're, you're dead to me. Like there is, there is no going back from this. Well, all. and like, like I've said, like, he's also lucky that all three dogs were okay. I, like had this ended differently, it would be, still another story for like a whole different story for this guy Mm -hmm. in the conversation i had with helen on the way back was argument (laughs) okay i guess it was an argument no i'm just kidding i don't know but like in that situation i think that helps it so much more that they were all okay Mm -hmm. like that wasn't because of him I mean, it wasn't, but like, still, that like, was that was sheer that, luck. Like, in mm-hmm. the event they find they find the dogs and they're dead, like, there's no way in hell, like, I would be able to speak to this person anymore. No, and see, that's the you thing. know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, definitely. Like, and and Richard said that before we found them. He said, if anything happens to those dogs, and I said, babe, I I get you. Helen's already ready to beat his ass, and so am I. So you just say pull up, and mm-hmm. we'll go. Well, we're there, but. Everybody has been found. Everybody is safe. Everybody was dirty as hell. <laughs> they yeah. all had baths, but nobody was hurt, and everybody but, is home. But see, so he, my, well, so he's like gonna like talk to him because, you know, I don't, I don't think he's ever allowed to watch the dogs again, well, which is totally that, fair. That's a very obvious, right? Like, like, you know, that's so obvious. That's how the flowchart works. Like, oh, oh. what the hell was that? Somebody just drove into the side of our house, maybe? That's what it sounds like. Y'all aren't attached to anybody, right? No. Why'd that sound like a door slamming? Mm. Uh. We got ghosts. I hope something didn't just fucking hit your roof. No, it's probably them. Like, in the driveway, it kind of bounces off the house. Jesus. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so they're supposed to be having a a face-to-face conversation either tonight or yeah, so I think tonight, actually, because he texted uh, Richard yesterday and said, you know, how much was it to get the dogs out? I'll pay everything 100%. Yeah, he better. Now, that's what I said. I'd be charging him on Venmo. Oh, I've... yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're they're going to have a, a he said, we'll talk about it tomorrow. They're going to have an in-person conversation 
I'm sure he'll tell me later on what they talk about. Richard's a good one. I'd be like, I don't want to see you, but you can send me the money on Venmo or Cash App, or you can drop the cash off at my house and put it in my mailbox, but I will not speak to you, especially this early on. You can get and the fuck exactly out of my house. Said. You cannot see the dogs. Literally word for word. You can go feel sorry for yourself somewhere other than my house. Exactly. Is what I said. And he said, well, that's why, you know, we balance each other out because I'm not like that. That's his response. Yeah, that's the exact. I mean, it's I'm on Richard's playing field, I would say. Okay. But my thing is, is like. I, I don't think you can weigh this on the dogs were dead or alive because no. it was not because of him that the dogs were alive. But if if he went out and found the dogs that first night and they were so alive, you and I cool, are on the same that's, page. A, that's up to you. That's you, you good. Thank you. Page. But like, but Kylan and Richard are also on the exact same page. Right. Yeah, and and I that's just, what I'm saying. That's what I don't understand. Like it, to me, like because of him, they could have been dead because of his, negligence and selfishness they could have been dead or never been found and you never know there's so many things that could have happened to them and it wasn't because of him that they just happened to be all okay Mm -hmm. so like i'm going to treat you as if the worst thing could have happened because what your actions did could have resulted in that i was scared that they were going to get like picked up by somebody and then kept same i was worried about that too especially in that neighborhood yes i was really scared that they they were just going to be somebody's new pet, somebody else's pet and Mm -hmm. i and be separated too exactly exactly but okay so conversely (laughs) and this is just because you you guys are vehemently like just of deading this person at this point Mm -hmm. like i just farted that was gross (laughs) anyway but like i'm not saying i'm gonna wish like well no harm on this person he's not a person in your life anymore is what i'm getting at i'm not saying you have to kill him. no now what i did tell you (laughs) what i what i did say to you is that like one it's gonna depend on how close of a friend i am with this person like if it's somebody that like i've been friends with since elementary school like I said, it might take me a couple years before I speak to them again, but it it would take at least that. I'm definitely not going to be going out and getting a drink with you like anytime so soon. And like if I see you in public, like we're not going to be cool. Like I'm not going to say hi to you like for at least a couple years. And that's if it's a really good friend. If this was just an acquaintance, like no yeah i mean i've, I get I've got it. nothing to lose but here this seems I, mean, I don't i don't know their level of friendship but it it's seems really like somebody high. that they've, they've known each other for a long for time 10 years in the event that like we'll put you guys in his situation you lost hit you lost your boyfriend's dog or you lost your boyfriend's dogs how would you expect him to take it I would have handled it differently. No, I mean, Same. no, but you lost. Because, like, what also piles on is how it was handled. Yes. I, I get that. But what I'm asking you is how do you expect him to to move? I think Who? that. Who are you saying? Your, your boyfriend in this situation. Me, obviously. But You're asking her asking how her. Yeah. she wants Richard to handle it. But, yeah, yeah. If, if it was you in this situation. But, at any rate, if... If you're in that situation, you lost Richard's dogs. Mm-hmm. How do you expect Richard to what's going to handle that? Just I mean, be like you're not horrible. you're not in his life anymore. No, like, you wouldn't expect that. We just I just got done talking about it depends on the relationship mm-hmm. that you have I, with that person. And that's what I'm saying. This person is a is a longtime friend. If it okay, all right. Let's someone just, who obviously I could see if he didn't if he absolutely didn't care about what happened. 
But he's obviously shown a little bit of, at least a little bit but of remorse. But he didn't care No, no, he shows to... a lot of remorse. And that's the thing. Let's pretend that this situation happened exactly the way it happened, but me. So mm-hmm. losing the dogs the night we left, not checking on them for five hours, not really realizing they were gone until five hours later, and then not saying anything about it. To Richard for two days. For two days. Then, yeah, I would definitely be like, man, I'm a piece of shit. Like, like you right. have, like, that's just, that's neglectful and irresponsible. And selfish. Agreed. And and selfish. And that's, it's it's one of those things that's like. But is it damning? I would hope, I would hope that I would be given some kind of mercy because it was, it was an honest mistake and we do know that. But yeah. at the same time, honest mistakes kill people. And honest mistakes kill animals. And honest mistakes, they happen. And worst case scenarios happen. That's and true. And we are lucky that the worst case scenario didn't happen this time. But, but you, know, you and, now prevent that by not allowing him to watch the dogs anymore. Right. And if that, he would have just... How does okay, that prevent but, him... Like, how does that prevent him from being around as a friend anymore? Well, because it's Richard's friend, he's going to be around. Because but, that's the kind of person he is. But and why... But that frustrates you, too. Yeah. But why? Like, how do you... How do you cut somebody out of your life that you've known this long just for one mistake? I could see that... I could see... But it's not just... It's not... It's, let, it's me, just, let me... Let me just say this, Just a though. mistake, though. Like, this is fucking huge. To, okay, so it, to It me, is, and he understands Kylan, that. Kylan, let me talk. <laughs> I might as well give Ralph the microphone. Go ahead. It'll have the same amount of uh, airtime. Good grief. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... As far as the relationship thing goes, like if it was my boyfriend that did it, like I would seriously question if I wanted to be with that person, because if you handled a situation like that, that poorly, how are you going to handle if we have kids one day, Mm -hmm. if there's an emergency with my health or like burning the house down like there's so many things that like to like yes it was a mistake but it was a mistake that like Annabelle said there was a lot of things after it that were not handled properly so I would have to sit down and seriously think about like what kind of person you are if those are the actions that you take because those actions were taken out of fear which is totally understandable like the you know between the night they were lost and until we were contacted, there was there was no, like it was all, I don't want to tell him, I don't want to tell him, I don't want to tell him because I've lost his dogs. But, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I mean, go ahead. I mean, it's... It, he didn't, I, I get that he didn't tell you for two days, but you obviously, but you don't know how much of those two days he actually spent looking for these dogs. I guarantee he spent every time, every... It, hour that he wasn't sleeping or working looking for the dogs but that's still no excuse my thing in that is that's not his choice to make exactly it's not. it is like it, it's not there it's obviously going to help if, now, if one the his owner, dogs yeah sure yes, make that choice yeah <laughs> but like one it's obviously going to help having the owner look for the dogs especially when they're scared they're going to come to richard more so than they would him facts two if you're an owner that's your choice to make do i want to stay where i'm at or do i want to go personally search for my dogs the way that i want them to be 
search for. And like, you should still like, that's just something like you should still be notified of. Well, and here's the thing. He didn't tell anybody for like two days. Like seriously. So So he was was searching on his own. Yeah. And that's like, that's the thing. Like he didn't tell like his buddies that he was living with at the time who were also really good friends with Richard because they, you know, they didn't know. And they were like, you need to fucking tell him. And then it was on that second day or after two days. So on the third day, no, on the second day, um, that they drove out and went looking before we got home. But that first whole day, like the entire fucking, like we could have had the army of people that we had out looking on Sunday, we could have had on Wednesday or Thursday mm-hmm. and they would have been found. And they would have been a lot closer to home. Exactly. Yeah. I could understand searching for like two hours, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe giving it your all for a couple hours. And then you've got to say, I have to tell them this is their choice to make how they want to proceed from here. Yep. It's not my choice. Yep. I, I mean, I don't disagree with you guys on that part. Like the two waiting two days is a lot. Like you're doing, you're doing way too much, but too little <laughs> technically, <laughs> too little. but like, I, I mean, as a, as someone who doesn't keep very many friends, I have a, a shit ton of acquaintances, the people that are around, like, I mean, if that was Eddie in that situation and Eddie and Ralph, I don't know if I could be like, yo, like no like I, I can't talk to you anymore blah 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 i i mean i do know that i would he wouldn't be watching ralph anymore i i get that like that makes total sense but like i can't like i wouldn't be able to look at him and then be like you you're just a massive fuck up like i can't you can't be around me anymore sorry know? eddie but i would say that to your <laughs> face and probably not see you for a long time <laughs> like it's just uh same. I I, I also I think that it's very different and like we can speak our opinions on this as much as we want, but until it happens to you personally, like if it was Ralph, like I feel like your feelings would slightly change because you have more emotions involved. That's true. You know, that's actually a conversation we were having while we were looking for the dog or when we found them. That was a conversation Richard and I had was, you know, you see, you know, lost dog posters all the time and you know on facebook my lost dog my lost dog and it's just like fuck like we literally just went through that and it was like the hardest four days just not well technically for us not knowing for two days but um like there was no sleep and there was just anxiety and refreshing pages over and over again all day long for two days straight and it was miserable and now I feel like if I ever see a dog just running down the street, like I'm gonna fucking go after it yeah. and grab it, <laughs> try to find its home. The, the owner's you know, right behind it with a leash in yeah. hand. <laughs> He's like, "I got your dog," but like, really, you see all those things, and you know, because it it had never happened before, you just kind of see it, and then you just, you know, okay, you're like, "Oh, poor puppy, poor pu- yeah, poor puppy, poor owner, blah," and then you just go on with your life. But now I don't think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever look at it the same again. We're actually thinking about um, doing some volunteer work for the Humane Society because they they were incredible and they were able to find them and bring them home. So I think we're going to do that when they have their next volunteer event. But yeah, you're exactly right. You don't know. You have no idea. And then it happens to you. And then it's just the fucking worst. Funny story. (laughs) (laughs) 
So good. Not, not, it did not happen to me before. It didn't happen to me. But um, a family member in the past uh, fell asleep with four kids in the house. And one of the kids got the idea that he was going to go to New York. What? The, what? Is this a true story? This is 100% true. Are you that kid? He was, no. Okay. He was running away. <laughs> <laughs> he, he decided that he was going to New York. So, um, like, while she or while they were asleep on the couch, um, the this kid under 10 years old mm-hmm. packed up his brothers and little sister and said, come on, we're Damn going to New York. Damn, took everybody with him. Yeah, so we're going to New York, right? <laughs> Not leaving anybody behind. Right? Damn. Gone for six hours. Six hours. Was she asleep the whole time? Yes. <gasps> Knock on the door. It probably was two hours. I don't know the exact time. I need, okay. to, I need to get that. Two and six. That's a big I'm gap. Sorry. I, I apologize. Hours? I apologize. It was a that's nap. That's still a big deal. It, it was a nap. Like, she worked a really stressful job at the time. So, like, you know, you got off work. You still have to take care of your four kids and, you know, fell asleep. It right. is what it is. So, they were her kids. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, knock on the front door. She wakes up and she's like, where the fuck are my kids? Because, you know, that they're younger than 10 years old, mm-hmm. all yeah, of them. you'd be able to hear them. Like, the knock on the door, the first thing you do is go find all the people that are not safe when people <laughs> are at your door. She starts freaking out. Who was at her door? The police? The police. Oh. Well, for four kids. Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> animal control. And dead serious. Dead CPS. serious. <laughs> the... the, the <laughs> The police officer was like, so ma'am, like your kids were down man of war, like, like got all the way to, um, at the time it was the distance from my mom's house to, um, halfway to Hamburg, basically. Oh my God. Got all the way to there. they walk? Yeah. On man of war the whole time? Yeah. Oh, that's. They were going to New York. Horrible. <laughs> but but the the oldest at the time was just like yeah I, I just wanted to go to new york so i packed everybody up like diapers strollers everything was like we're going to new york hey responsible at least he packed the diapers <laughs> and the stroller but but that's serious that happened that's insane so in in the time of a nap <laughs> but did it did she have like did they call cps like were they no, just like oh they didn't call cps they did a sobriety test on her i'm pretty sure and you know made sure she wasn't just like strung a out loony. yeah she was just really tired and mm-hmm. fell asleep when i guess the kids were awake so Jeez. yeah that's so scary that is terrifying yeah but it's hilarious that <laughs> under 10 years old dude was like yo fucking going to new york and not just like and like recruited well it's, the thing. it's not the like i want to like, go to new york it's like i'm taking all of you with me to new york i think it's crazy i i think the the middle of the middle kid was only two years younger so he could walk himself mm-hmm. it was just the idea of going to new york at that age is just like okay let's go to new york and then the younger two are one years older than me and then the other one is two years younger than me oh my god so, <laughs> They're just going to do whatever they want. Oh, yeah. How funny. Could you imagine like the cop pulling up like, hey, what do you guys do? And he's like, oh, we're headed to New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like with the like, stroller. Don't even like, worry baby. about it. Just be like, like, yeah, yeah we're just oh, Okay. Out. Like, we're on we're, a trip. Yeah. What? 
yeah. just so casual. Like, don't worry, I got this. Yeah, they're fine. Like, yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I, I, I wish I could see the carrying of the youngest child by the oldest one. Like, he did. <laughs> I thought you said he brought a stroller. Stroller. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just how would it? How did? How did it look? Like. It's honestly it. surprising they made it that far down Main of War before somebody called the cops on them. I'm sure somebody called the cops earlier than that. It was yeah, just, probably. you know, the distance between that that and the police being there. Like, you can probably get, you can get there in like 20, 25 minutes. Maybe. And if you're a child with little legs. <laughs> little legs. Hey, they made it like, It takes far. twice as long. <laughs> it's a good time, though. But how scary to think about, like, how many roads they crossed on Man of War. Well, I mean, they only had to cross Richmond Road. Oh, uh, yeah, only. Only. <laughs> what is that, eight lanes? Yeah. I mean, well, as long as they wait, <laughs> they probably looked at the sign and was like, okay, it's time for us to go. It says we can walk. Jeez. Nah. <laughs> That's, That's probably when the cops got called is when they four got little Richmond kids Road. were crossing Richmond Road by themselves. It's like, wait, where are your parents? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, four kids under 10 were going to New York from Lexington, Kentucky. Yo, that damn near happened to a neighbor in Richard's neighborhood like we were sitting there on the couch a couple of weeks ago and all of a sudden we hear a commotion outside and we're like what the fuck's going on there's this child that looks like he's maybe four or three just on the sidewalk by himself and there's like a car stopped and they're like where are your parents like who where did you come from I'm going to pause right there you can't even do that to these these kids we've all been taught not to talk to strangers well, so you would have stopped. He just stood there. <laughs> you would have stopped. You would have stopped your car and be like, "Hey, where are you going?" And be like, "Nah, fuck that. I'm not talking to you. I'm going That's to New York. <laughs> going, like, like, cannot tell you where I'm going. I'm just going." But it was anyway. like the middle of the day on a weekend, and this SUV had stopped in the middle of the road, and two people had gone out, and somebody that was walking down the street was like, "Everybody was like, who's fucking kid?" And it's just this woman who just like he just walked down the driveway and like headed down the sidewalk. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's my son. <laughs> She's like, I'll claim him. Yeah, yeah, that's my kid. And I was like, like uh. And the, the guy who had gotten out of the vehicle was like, he was just like in the street. And she was like, yeah, I got him now. And oh, she could have been like run she over. She wasn't concerned at all. She didn't act like it. How far down was she? Like how many houses? Like two. <laughs> like it, it's not a cat. It's not a cat. Like clearly, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, it, that that literally just happened. But he, I don't know where he was going. It may have been New York. I'm not sure. But he he just wandered down the driveway and headed down the sidewalk. Just this little like three year old by himself. <laughs> it's like where are you going? I don't know. All right. See, I never like had that adventurous spirit about me. Like, <laughs> me I can walk down the street and be okay i just need to know where i'm at and i'm good like, you're like there's no video games where i'm headed so uh, I'm just stay at home yeah pretty much like <laughs> we're hoping that's how the dogs feel about the couch mm. like there's no couch if we leave so we're not gonna leave again i would say they're they're probably scared to leave that yard at this point i yeah. hope so that's what i hope like that should should definitely teach you like i probably shouldn't leave my house anymore but also, it's not like they, like, ran away right when they had the chance. Like, it's not like they were, like, escape artists no. and, like, took the opportunity to, like, go on a field trip. The gate was wide open and they were left out there for five hours. At that point, they were like, well, fuck, we got to get out of this rain. We got to find somewhere to go. We got to do something. 
But you know, so the gate is on the right side when you when you open the back door, and the yard steps are on the left side. Well, the littles always immediately go to the yard. Well, Chalk, the old hard-headed ass dog, always goes to the right to check the gate. He always has before this even happened when they moved, when he moved into this house. Like he always looks. He's like, mm, is this this is the exit? Yeah, is, the exit? <laughs> is it open? He's the adventurous one. He's he's run away i think when he was younger like twice and he was also the dog that was kidnapped twice it's fucking this this dog has had so many adventures but still i let them out today and he still went to the right (laughs) and the littles went to the left so if that gate was already left open i guarantee chalk was already like oh hell yeah and just took off Mm -hmm. and the littles were like um we're gonna wait here yeah and You're then not time passed, doing and that. time passed, and time passed, and they were like, "Okay," <laughs> which then makes me wonder how long it was, like, and when they got reunited. See, that's the weird part. Like, Don't you wish you could just ask them, like, yes. the story? <laughs> I would love to know. Can you <laughs> please who, just tell me who went first, who followed who, where the fuck did they go? Did somebody pick them up and drop them off at the KFC? Because they all they're together, but they were never once seen together until the very end. That's what I thought was super suspicious. Uh huh. But also, like the likelihood that they just met up again, exactly by themselves. That's see, that's weird. Those too. posters didn't go up until the post on Facebook didn't go up until the second day, and the posters didn't go up until the third day. But see, then you would think if if someone picked them up and like collected all three, that they would hold on to them for the reward. You Instead would of just that. dropping him off at KFC. That's the wild part because nobody saw Chalk. And he's the big one. Mm-hmm. He's like three times the size of the littles. And nobody, nobody saw him. Nobody. But then they all three end up together at the KFC. Do you know where the KFC is, by the way, on Russell Cave? Mm-hmm. Like that's not, right that's not just like, like you have to like cross some significant fucking streets to get there. That's the, the like, that's the part that blows me away. Like, did somebody have them and like and then saw like, the Facebook post? Like, it could have been somebody that was like a good person who didn't want the reward because originally we had the Facebook post up that they were missing with no reward attached yet. But then take them to a shelter or animal, like take them somewhere instead of a KFC parking lot. Unless they didn't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know because there or are a lot of maybe people. they were. I didn't even know that AAC, AACC existed. I really didn't. I just thought it was Humane Society until yeah. until this past couple of days. I had no idea that animal care and control in Lexington was a thing. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever thought about it if exactly. it was a thing or not. Exactly. But also, it is a possibility that like they did all three stay together the entire time, and some the sightings people just didn't see chalk. See, that's so wild though. Like, like maybe just, he was far ahead or far behind. And they just didn't see him. And it's like easier to see two dogs than Well, the one. weird thing is, he's the friendly one. He's the one that's most likely going to jump in some stranger's backseat and be like, hey, where are we going? Yeah. The other two bark at everybody and don't like strangers. Like, that's just how they are and that's how they've always been. But somehow, all three of them got out and all three of them were picked up at the same time in the same location at a KFC parking lot. That's why, to me, it's fishy. <laughs> it's yeah. it's definitely a crazy ass uh, exactly like no matter how they all three got there but also the fact that animal control was called to go pick them up from there 
Yeah, and it was Animal Control who grabbed him, which makes me think it may have been like a KFC employee. I wonder if they like when Richard picked them up. They're like, "There's no way all three of these are yours." Like, oh no, no, we had already made a uh, report. The guy who had lost them had already made the report with AAC, so they had all their descriptions. And then when we got back in town, uh, the moment we got in town, we went straight there to update descriptions, give them my phone number just in case, update his information, and then give them pictures of the dogs. Like they, they already like they had, had already report numbers them. and everything. So when they came in, they knew because the guy who had lost him had already been in AAC twice that day doing walkthroughs. Cause you know, you have to, you have to verify the dog is who it is in person. You can't do it over the phone. Yeah. And then another friend of his had done a walkthrough as well that day. So everybody fucking knew whose dogs these were because everybody, you know, there had been tons of people there like, where are these dogs? But yeah, they, they yeah they knew they knew that that he had three, mm. and when they came in, they called him, or, or uh, we already knew. And I had sent an email. We had you know we had all gone there. I had sent an email to let him know what was going on, and they had called him the following morning at eleven a.m. and said, "Yes, we have them all. Show up when the doors open at noon, and you can get them all." Aww. So they were aware because they had missing dog reports on them, on all three of them. So. I wonder if uh, missing dog reports work like missing human reports and you have to wait 24 hours before you can do it. Honestly, I'm not sure. And also don't understand why that's a rule. Probably because people are more likely to like go somewhere because they don't want to be around others and then come back later and dogs aren't, maybe. Like, it's like if like if Helen goes missing, it's like, okay, well, maybe she just you know, need some time. Well, actually let me flip that. If I go missing, (laughs) (laughs) let me rephrase. If I go missing, it's more likely for you be, you guys to be like, have y'all heard from Annabelle in a couple days? No, that's normal. You know, like, I I mean, and dogs, not so much, (laughs) but like, say this, for example, like she goes and Helen goes and does something. Um, and like she's gone for five hours, and I have her location on my phone because I'm a fucking stalker. Right. So, anyway, <laughs> I go to if I went to said location to find Helen, and like she's not there. Would you be cons- like legitimately concerned after five hours, though? Yes. Oh, okay. Like I get concerned when she's gone for three, oh. <laughs> <laughs> two even. He doesn't get concerned. He's just nosy. He's like, what are you doing? No, I'm, I doing? really do get doing? concerned. Like on? when you used to go, well, you probably still are going to do this, but when you used to go to the office and it was like longer than two hours, I'd be like, I shouldn't text her, but like I probably should. To see well, that one go. day you did call me and I was there for like two and a half hours. Yeah. You're like, I was just making sure you're okay. But like, I think that's reasonable because I was in a building by myself, like no other places around there were open on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that's reasonable. There's crazy people. Yeah, exactly. But like, say she wasn't okay, then I know where she was at, but I couldn't report her as missing for 24 hours. But you could still call the police and make a report, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, so, yeah. It wouldn't be a missing persons report. Well, but I mean, so what, what would it be? Like, <laughs> Well, because they could argue, well, maybe she just doesn't want to talk to you. Exactly. Exactly. That's probably why. Like, well, and we'll could you imagine decisions. how flooded it would be if there if there was missing if you could do a report like yeah. like that, like it would probably be 
a lot so of a, a not great, serious cases. Great example is, is my little sister when she was in her like mid teen years, like, eh, well, no, maybe 19, 20, 21. She would just disappear off the planet and not answer phone calls or text messages. And she wouldn't get on social media. She would just fucking disappear. And that's just, that was normal. And then a couple of days later, she'd be like, oh yeah, I was da 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 da. And it was like, but it was normal. Like that's, that's how my sister worked. Not just for me, for my parents too. Did your parents have a heart attack like the first time she did it? No, not really. I mean, again, that's kind of the person she was when she was younger, but like, yeah. and she'll answer now. I mean, no problem. She doesn't ignore any of the family now, which is great. But like, she would literally, you wouldn't hear from her for days on end. That's scary. Though. And then, yeah. I mean, it was a like little that. scary, but at the same time, like, what are you going to do? But okay. But also in the same sense, you can't just text back and be like, I'm fine. No. Like she was stubborn as shit. Yeah. No. To me though, if I was her family member, that'd piss me off. I'd be like, so, look, if you want your time, you want your time. Just send a simple text that says I'm okay. Imagine Leave me, alone. me <laughs> as, as a younger person, but more nonchalant about mostly everything. I feel like that that's a form of selfishness. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. You want space, time, all that to yourself. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, people will worry about you. And you have to understand that people are worried about you. Well, that's but when thing. you're younger, she, you said, don't that's understand that. She did it when she was younger. And it wasn't, she never thought of it as, oh, well, those people are worried about me because I know I'm fine. So that's all that really matters. She didn't think about other people. But it was because she was younger. Now she's, I don't know how old she is. 23, <laughs> 24 now? Wait, how old am I? Yikes. Yeah. Because my brother's three years younger than me. But anyway, she's a little older now. Annabelle still doesn't know how old she is. I still is. don't know how old I am. <laughs> but she's a little older now, and she, you know, she she responds now to phone calls and text messages. And, and she, you will hear from her, you know, if she's at work and she doesn't get your message, she'll text you when she gets off. Like, it's not a problem now. But yeah. Well, because the older you get, you start to worry about stuff, mm -hmm. and you start to worry about people. Like, when you're younger, you think you're invincible. You think nothing's going nothing's gonna to happen to you. Yep. Nothing's going to happen to the people you love. So it's like, well, why does it matter? Exactly. And that's just how she was for a long time, and that's something we all had to cope with. I and remember. we did, and she's fine. <laughs> the only thing that ever gave me anxiety as a child but was when my family was not in the house and i would hear sirens outside like oh damn any like yeah. any siren could drive down richmond road or man of war excuse me and i would immediately have to call my mom and stepdad and and or sister because i'm like what like i just heard sirens are you right and i don't even, they would be on the other side of the of lexington but yeah you were worrying real young yeah but that was the only thing that would ever bother me but did you ever know anybody in your family that get in a wreck or anything mm, well I'm, i've known plenty of is that yeah. him snoring yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of family members have gotten wrecks none of them have died in a wreck but it's just one of those things that i don't know i <laughs> hear sirens and still feel the same way I mean, that's reasonable. It's just like most kids don't worry about stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's fair. I don't think I don't think I ever worry about anybody necessarily. 
Damn. Usually. Well, I mean. Annabelle ain't got no I, worries. I mean, I think that's that must be nice, though. Like, I think about, like, the worst things happening to people I love all the time. So, I used to, and I don't know. I used to have really, really bad anxiety. And I would all the time. I would think about uh, just the worst case. Yeah. Ev- you know, everybody in my family, everybody that I loved, things happen all the time. And I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened that I'm not as anxious as I used to be. I wish I knew so I could do Oh, it. me too. Because <laughs> then I would fucking tell people. I, yeah. I don't know. I've always taken a no news is good news approach for yeah, things. Same. Like, I, it's... Like I, I, don't, I, it sucks because also if no news is around, then they, they probably can't report the news, you know. But you know, it, it's just that's the way I think because I feel like in in the event something happens to the people that I love, like I'm not gonna be the one that's gonna find out about it first regularly. That like, makes sense. Why not? I mean, it's just not possible i can't be around for everything so like oh i thought you meant like not the first phone call i mean yeah i'm gonna be the first phone call but i'm not oh, gonna okay be i thought you meant like you wouldn't like, get a call and lord forbid something does but if something happens to my mom like i without calling her every two days which i normally do i i wouldn't know until someone told me you know yeah that's true but i, I mean i do make it a point to speak to my mom regularly because she lives alone. So like, it's not anything that you can, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it still makes sense to at least hear a voice to figure out what's going on. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Or, I mean, like my dad, for example, lives with my sister and my stepmom. So like, I, I mean, I feel like in that house, at least we know, <laughs> you know, somebody's going to be able to be like, Hey, like uh dad's not doing well. Have you ever heard about, you know, Mm-hmm. I hope nothing happens to my family ever. Well, of course not. But Gosh, I mean, this I has totally been a depressing pod tonight. There's been a lot that's happened the stories. last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? I interrupted you. Well, so, I was just gonna say I, I totally get what you're saying. That makes a lot of sense. My mom uh, also lives by herself, and I do talk to her way more often than I talk to my dad because mm-hmm. he lives with his girlfriend and her two sons, and they're one house over from her nephew's family like that like that's a compound of people and they're all there but and i you know i talk to him never you know every now and again because you know we're all doing shit but she you know she's generally by herself and i know what her schedule it is and i know where she works and you know all that stuff and i i talk to her several times a week yeah just to make sure she's doing all right because it's just you know just her and the dog this is no excuse to not talk to your family, guys. I would suggest that if you do, <laughs> like, like if you got family members, please talk to them, even if they live alone or not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, check on your family. Check they on your friends, They may not be too. okay, even if there's people around them. Yeah. And even if they're okay, still talk to them. Oh, absolutely. Actually, I love having conversations with people who are okay. It's great. Like, <laughs> probably <laughs> Much the better best than the <laughs> yeah. opposite. Like when you're not okay, I'm like pet. Uh, like I'm the most awkward person to talk to when you're not okay. I'm like, okay, so what do you do? You want me to pat your head? I'm sorry. Like, Definitely got that on. <laughs> I'm I'm not not at all. No, and it's one of those things that like I. It's not that I don't want to show the same emotion. It's just like I 
don't know if mine is going to be mesh with the way that you are. But it doesn't so. have to, like. But like I, I mean, for in, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it doesn't have to like be the exact same emotion because like, like how Helen handled Richard and I in tears, basically, because like when we found out where the dogs were, I called you. Yeah. And I was bawling my eyes out because they were found. Yeah. And so was he. He called his buddy and he was like, we were both in absolute tears. And then we all show up together at ACC and, you know, he's still pretty emotional about it. And so am I. And you just, <laughs> not saying this is a bad thing because it's just who you are and you don't handle people's emotions, but you're just sitting there like, hmm. Like, all right, cool. And like, I mean, on the way there, I was like, oh my God. All three of them, I, like I was about to like, start crying exactly. myself. Like, like I, you just, you just, it felt like you felt super awkward. I think it makes him not, shut down emotionally. That's fair. Like, just like, that's what it was. I don't I know don't how to want, act, so I'm just gonna be like, no emotion. Exactly. And the other thing is, like, I don't want it, my emotion to appear as if it's fake too, because like I'm not. I, yes, I was extremely happy that you guys found your dog, but like, if I'm if I show extremely extreme happiness there, it's not gonna look the same as if Helen's showing it or you guys. But are why showing. do you think that though? Because, because that would have to be interpreted by you rather than interpreted it does. by us. And in general, uh, I don't know. In general, people. That's the general like way people act is they're like oh yeah i'm really excited blah 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 you know what i'm saying and i don't and a lot of the times i just i look at it as okay i don't know if that's a real emotion i'm not i mean helen was definitely emotional I oh that. yeah no we all but were. like i don't know if that's real or if it's just this is what i'm supposed to do at this time half the time and i don't know i i i do shut down emotionally regularly and that- i don't it's probably a toxic trait. I get it. Well, but, no, like, it's not. That's not necessarily toxic, but that makes me wonder what was emotion as you know as a as a a young lad noun, I guess, looked at in your childhood, like not just sadness or any or anger or anything like that. Just having emotion in general, showing emotion, whatever that emotion of. may. be. Say it was made fun of. Okay. Well, again, that's exactly that ex- what <laughs> that explains. That explains like, it. Like, I mean, not, not my not my family, but in general, everybody else. Like yeah. the like, for example, uh, I'm just putting basketball in it at this yeah. point. For example, if I got hot in a game where I've hit like multiple shots, the the first thing that would happen is like, oh, he's happy over here. You know what I'm saying? Look at him over here. Like he's the next shot. It's just it. I, I I don't know. It was made fun of as if like you can't be excited for doing something that does that hasn't resulted in anything yet. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know. That's that's I feel like that's very geared toward uh, guys having any type of emotion is looked down upon and especially in sports oh especially like it's heightened in sports and there's more opportunity to talk about it in sports and i feel like that's also why you 
like think about and process so much like if somebody's emotions are real or fake in a situation like that like you said you don't want to act like that because it's like you feel like some people are doing that just because it's what's supposed you're supposed to do in the moment Mm -hmm. like I've never thought about that like I've never you know like I've never questioned like in a situation like we were in Sunday like I I never would have thought about if someone's emotions in that situation were genuine or not like it's Mm -hmm. just something I wouldn't think about Mm -hmm. so I feel like the fact that you think about that like you think about it so much that you yeah. think about that before you can show your own emotion. It's like that wall that's I, put up. That's like, I've got to process this before I can show the emotion that I'm feeling. Yeah. And I, and I do feel like the, like it's rude. I feel like it's also rude to show fake emotion. Well, of course. Well, I so, don't Except there's a right, there's a time, there's a time and a place for fake emotion. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. Like, give me uh, an example. Uh, so, so an example would be like if you're at work, right? Okay. And like you, you're going to be professional, right? Like if a client comes in and they're like super upset about something that you don't agree with, of course, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. Like that's really unfortunate. Okay, that's fair. When really you just want to be like, you're being fucking ridiculous right now. Like shut up, you know? And like I like wish. there is a small <laughs> time. There's that a small sense. time and a place for yeah. it. Yeah. I kind of wish Eddie was here to, so he can understand. Like I don't do that. That's another thing I don't do. Like I, you can in, obviously I'm going to res- be respectful to you because I'm trying to maintain my job. my job. <laughs> sure. But I like, you can tell in the way that I talk to people when I'm frustrated that it's a lot more coarse and a lot more direct mm-hmm. when I'm angry and know that you're bullshitting me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, I like it. But that's another good point that you make actually, because that is something that you're not afraid to do is to openly express like your opinion on what someone's saying. Yeah. Right. Like you have no like hesitation on, not not arguing not like like basically just like differing an opinion from someone and voicing your different opinion Mm -hmm. and to me that's showing an emotion yeah it's showing emotion like it's it's different but you're still showing like you're still putting your emotions out there by like going against what they're thinking so like you're not afraid to do that i don't know i just i and i i hope that you guys didn't take it as rude or no anything. i didn't I just, because I, I know how you are so i totally knew that that's just you like i couldn't it's just in that time i wanted to figure out a way to get the dogs to you that day mm-hmm. yeah that that was it sucked that that didn't happen thing, that day but like that was the only <laughs> thing that i could really focus on at the time and then like when i saw you guys i couldn't like I mean, even when we were in like because we were in the parking lot before you guys got there you know and like he was googling contacts for them yeah i mean i totally and i I know that he's extremely supportive and was all about it like i get it no i'm not saying you didn't know that i'm saying (laughs) it's just like he shows it in different ways like Uh, i don't know i i'm more of an action type of person Mm -hmm. than being like i don't i mean i I want to uplift you but i can't do it with being like oh yeah cheery here's thumbs up is that something that you want to 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 work on or you don't care to change i would feel a little bit better if i could do it a little bit more but Mm -hmm. at the same time like i i hope that 
the people that are around me understand that like this is some this is a part of me so like i mean like well i mean the show the showing it, emotion part yeah like, i mean genuine I, I mean, emotion like i i was just in a in three weddings in the past year and <laughs> cried at every last one of them like you know what i'm saying like i can it, it's something that i can do but it's one of those things that it really depends on the situation like mm -hmm. and it's obviously and as a results thing more than a uh, a step like I felt like we were just in another step in mm -hmm. that time like we still didn't have the dogs that's like, true it was you know like in like a comfort situation too yeah I mean like for example what in the NCAA tournament I didn't give a fuck who won the NCAA tournament actually I did because the team that was winning won the won the championship was the team that I chose to win the championship so I was going to win money that entire tournament, I wasn't excited. Helen can tell you that. I wasn't necessarily excited by Baylor winning this game or, you know, X, Y, Z. And he never shows it. I've, I've always been confused since we were together because I've watched tons of games with him. No matter the sport, no matter the team, it'll be his favorite team, right? They'll do bad. He's like, meh. They'll do great. And he's like, meh. And I'm like, why aren't you excited? Like, you should be jumping up and down. Well, we know why. But... Because emotion was frowned upon when he was younger. But the national Especially championship game. But the national championship game. I was running circles around this fucker. Like I. <laughs> yeah, but there was. was also like eight hundred dollars on the line. So. There was, but like Oof. I mean, I was I was running high stakes emotion it was or eleven none. to two, and I did a lap in this house. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, sit your ass down because you're gonna jinx it. Dead serious. <laughs> um, or for I mean, well, <laughs> all of his examples are sports. They are no, no. <laughs> Maybe rude. we need another example then. Now, the wedding examples, I think <laughs> that like it's it's more comfortable to show emotion in a happy emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah, when everyone around you is happy and you love these people, it's like super easy to like show emotion in a happy situation. Sunday's example, like that's not easy for anybody to handle because it's like a very tragic situation. You don't know how it's going to end. You don't know what to expect. At a wedding, you know what to expect. It's going to be a happy day. Everybody's going to be happy. Everybody's going to love each other. Like you know what to expect. So you're like, you go into that day like expecting that. Sunday, everything was unpredictable, unexpected, mm -hmm. not something you planned for. Like, I think not there's Clyde something and, to say for comfortability. Clyde and Kinsey's wedding, I had no idea what to expect. And boy, they showed up to that altar and I was like, okay, fuck it, me sideways. But, <laughs> like, but you like, expected like, it to be f a, like, a fun, happy, loving day. You oh, didn't expect did. for Clyde to cry like that on the I, altar, but like... Oh, I did. And I was, like you said, I did expect it to be a happy Happy day, but I was like, "Oh God!" Like I got to get through this as fast as possible because I'm about to choke up. Um, there's that, uh, but it, I don't know. I I show emotion. No, you, you know, I mean, yeah, you do. But you like, do. Even but it makes me wonder. I guess you just don't feel safe enough to show an emotion that you're feeling because obviously you feel them. No, I'm yeah, you shut up. Completely stoked. But you don't. Time. But you have mastered the art of suppressing them, and that's not always super healthy. No, I mean, he never. and he does it with me all the time too. Right. I mean, I've seen him when he's you know 
internally boiling angry, but you can't tell on the outside whatsoever. I learned to tell. He just won't say anything. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, there's more. And I'm like, yeah. you have to communicate it because how am I going to change whatever made you angry if I don't know what it was? Because I, he's mastered the art of pushing it away. And I never yes, want but that's to not healthy. talk to somebody when I'm extremely angry. And I never want to talk to somebody when I'm extremely happy. Those two. Those are two ways that you can make bad. So decisions. tell me the amount of times that you find that middle ground and be like, you know what? I've been waiting for this exact middle ground. <laughs> Let me tell you what made me angry yesterday before I get too happy today. <laughs> no, like no. that doesn't happen. It doesn't. Like, but doesn't like, happen. but like, I calm and it just down ends up and we going talk. Unspoken. No, I, I calm down and we talk. Do I not? Okay, I guess we don't. But I don't know. Learning. I'm not here for that. You're you're doing but, better about it, but for the longest time, you just would act like nothing was well, I mean, wrong. Better is good though, because that's oh, definitely I'm not complaining. Progress. I'm saying no. I'm not but, complaining. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying there's definitely progress, but he his first reaction is to not show emotion, not like. But I've I know him well enough now that him not showing emotion <laughs> means that something's wrong. Like yeah. there's no good. There's no bad. Like it's just like straight face just like yeah. no emotion but even like sunday morning when we were laying in bed and i was texting you and i was like just we're free all day like let me know yeah and ralph was like super inconveniencing me like i had no leg space his head was on top of me <laughs> and i was just like i'm just so grateful that he's here and i was like getting all emotional with kind of like talking about it i was like you know like we woke up this morning to our puppy and like, mm -hmm. we didn't have any space, but like he was here and we can touch him right now and yep. love on him. I was like, they had to sleep in that house last night and didn't have that. And I was like, I just can't imagine. And he was just like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> and it was like that, yeah, I know. And that, like that was, that was all I got. It was just like, yeah. And I was like, so <laughs> in that, in that scenario, did you genuinely feel anything or not? Like well, I did. Okay. I know he did because him thinking about Ralph being gone, I know makes him feel emotion. Right. But like him w wanting to be like having a conversation with me about like, oh yeah, it's, I can't imagine. Like he's not going to be like. I think one key, very key thing is when people are able to, f to, to express whatever emotion they're feeling freely now not extremely obviously but freely to the people around them is they definitely have to feel safe and they have to acknowledge to themselves that this is a safe place to have this emotion because you know that 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 roller coaster that we went through in the last couple of days like i think it brought us closer because i've never cried in front of him before well i was gonna ask you like after you said what you just said like how that went with the two of you as far as like connecting in that like vulnerable like very roller coaster few days like it's stressful you're obviously very i mean all the emotions that are well, negative you know you we had of. i had to support him because they're his dogs obviously yeah. and so you know whatever emotion he was feeling i had to and that's something that i i said in the very beginning of our relationship is whatever emotion you're having have it like, I do not want you... Because for a long time, I suppressed my emotions when I was younger, when I was, like, bullied by people and shit in high school and middle school, and it was all a mess, and, and I was fucking miserable, and I was angry all the time, and I bottled that shit up, and it just exploded. It was a mess. It's fucking a mess. So, you know, I told him early on, whatever your emotion you're having, have it. And then we will, you know, we will kind of, kind of let the... Because people have emotions. Humans have emotions. 
and holding them in is really, really bad. So when we had this situation, I had never cried in front of him before. And we, the first time I lost it was when you texted me. We were sitting in the car. You had, I had been holding it together for him this whole time. I was like, babe, we're going to find him. I had not once teared up. Because you were being strong for him. Oh, I was being so, I was being the rock. And I, you know, I wanted to be because these were his babies. But that's what you do in a relationship. Like whoever's hurting the most, like Mm -hmm. you're going to be that person for your person. We're sitting in the car about to go put up flyers and you, you freaking texted me and you said, my aunt wants to donate a hundred dollars to the reward. And so will we. And his dad had just donated a hundred dollars and I just fucking lost it. I was like, that's $300 for a reward from other people. That's how much these people care about us and these dogs. And I just, I had never, <laughs> I had, and I was react like, to that? he just, I don't know. <laughs> just kind of was like, yeah, you know, people love the animal. Like he was emotional too, but I like, I had just like lost my shit yeah. for like a solid mm, 45 seconds. And but, then I brought it back together and I was like, okay, like this is good. Like it was more of like a happy, but also this is tragic. So people are re- like, they understand how aw- awful this is, but happy because, you know, our friends support us and they understand that this is awful. I mean, I think that's something that you'll find in tragic moments is who's there for you regularly. Oh, it's the most telling yeah. for... That was another part of the for, conversation we've had the past couple of days. For friends. I mean, you can... Re- and it, you never want to like have to go through a situation like a death in your family or a situation like this to, to weed out your true oh, friends. Oh, sure, sure. But inevitably, it's going to happen at some point, And it really does connect you almost for life sometimes Mm -hmm. i think i feel like and and also you're more vulnerable with those people at that time because you're so emotional and when you open up to people emotionally like that and you show your vulnerability it brings you closer to people in a relationship like whether it's your friend boyfriend you know aunt, you know whoever it is like it just it's automatically going to bring you closer. It definitely, it definitely brought us a lot closer because it, it, it was just us, you know, physically in the presence of each other, supporting each other. And mostly, you know, obviously mostly me supporting him until we brought them home. Yeah. Like that. You get the realest in people when emotions are high. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's very true. Did That's he say true. you were cute when you cry? No, I was. <laughs> I would hope he didn't because I. It was like one of those like hard, you know, ugly like, cries. You like, know how like when you're you're super emotional. She said words in between her. And guess. you're trying really hard to not cry for a long time. Oh well, when it's built up and like then that, it hits you. Oh just yeah. in the gut and yeah. you can't hold it. And it's like <laughs> just it's like when exhaustion and yes, anxiety exhausted. and stress. Oh my God. It, when it all builds up like that, mm-hmm. oh you just oh. Yeah, that's what happened. I just mental breakdown (laughs) everywhere. But then you feel so much better after. I felt great. Like you're like, oh, I was like, okay, I got that out. All right, let's. I literally said it. I was like, okay, I got that out. Let's get to fucking work. Like I had to get that out, and and I I think that I think it was it the first time that you had seen him cry. Yes. Look at y'all crying together. We did. Like a bunch of punks. 
Kylan Macklin. <laughs> and that is why you can't show emotion, you fucking sorry ass motherfucker. <laughs> You're such a piece of shit for saying that. No, I know he was being an ass about it. I know he was, but still. I know. But anyway, no, really, like that was the first time I've that got we a had. hard to do, guys. That's the reason I have to make these jokes. Jesus. You would make it even if we weren't recording. Probably. You know that. Yeah, no, but. Because that's who he is. But yeah, it had emotions high, anxiety you know exhaustion had really wish it never would have happened but also it did bring us closer the fact that like you guys made it through that as a strong couple Mm -hmm. shows a lot for your relationship and especially in the future obviously god forbid you don't want that specific thing to happen again but like you know that like if something bad happens to either one of you that you can trust that the other one's going to be there for and there was actually a very small moment where he was getting frustrated that he couldn't find them yet. Well, and that's, that's understandable. totally understandable. Yeah. And he got a little snippy with me. But I understood, like, yeah. I totally, like, I didn't say anything. Oh, times like that, you like, just have I to totally take it. it. Like, because and then we were on the way. It was before we knew they were found. And then they were found, and we were on the way to meet you guys to see if we could get in. And he apologized. And I was like, I don't want you to apologize. Like, the fact that you had the emotion and you weren't a complete asshole or anything and you weren't at, you know, out of line, but you had an emotion and you felt it and that's okay. Yeah. Like I want you to have that. And I understood the situation and I wasn't mad at you for it. That's why I didn't say anything. Like well, it's okay. And it's a hundred percent normal in the situation that exactly. you guys were in for him to feel frustration, but he was like, to voice it, you know, I'm really sorry that I, you know, kind of snapped at you a little bit. Da da da, And I was like, no, like, I don't even like apologize. It's okay. yeah. yeah. Like well, have it's the like, emotion. That's completely different than like him snapping at you over like doing the dishes. Or oh yeah. Something, something you know? stupid. I it's know. like, yeah. it's like that kind of a thing in a relationship. You take it mm-hmm. when that other person is in such a shitty situation. Like it's like you deserve to let that out, let it out, exactly. take it out on me. Yeah. And I, I saw something on social media not that long ago and I usually don't click see more to read those posts that you can tell it's like a really like savvy post, but I read this one and I, I definitely didn't read the whole thing cause it was like 10 paragraphs, but the, the gist of it was, it was like a picture of a dad sleeping on a hospital floor in the NICU because his wife was about to give birth or had given birth or right. something. I don't know. And the, the whole, I can't remember their backstory of like what happened, but the whole gist of the post was like, in a relationship, it's never going to be equal 50-50. Yep. And sometimes you're going to give 70 and you're going to get 30, vice versa. It might be 60-40, but you have to be willing to give that extra percentage for your significant other when they need it mm-hmm. and know that they're going to give it to you whenever there's a time that you need it. Exactly. And not keeping tabs on that. And just doing it out That's of key. the kindness, not not kindness of your heart, but doing it because you love that person. That is key. And not even thinking about... Not keeping the, track of it. Yes. like Doing it because you know that that is important for that relationship. Exactly. For that person. Dang, we the, back, we're back on that hospital machine doing the little beep beeps. It can't go straight. It's always got to oh, go yeah. oh, There's yeah. up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always got to go up and down. <laughs> That's Man, how you know you're oh, alive. Isn't yeah. that what it was? My God. That's yes. how you know you're alive like, is there's us. ups and downs. Oh, yes. That's funny. But like the people who keep track of that i think like you're not in it for the right reasons right like you know when you do that for a significant like 
you did for Richard the past four or five days, like I'm sure you never once thought like, oh, he owes me for this. No, God, you no. know, like, like <laughs> no, but no, some people, but not. some people do yeah. think that way, you mm-hmm. know, and you even have friends who are like that, like, oh, I got your Big Mac, like you owe me, like you know that <laughs> you two dollars, like you owe me, and it's like yeah. people who think like that, I just like. I don't think that you're in it for the right reasons. Yeah, because you know? if I bought you a Big Mac, I better get my money back. It's like six dollars. Are they really six dollars? They're expensive now. I don't know if they're That's six. That's not expensive. Damn. <laughs> nah, six dollars for See, McDonald's for food? what it is. Yes. Hold yeah. on, McDonald's. And that brings food, me back to my fucking Facebook Marketplace post. Segu. 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 What? I posted a desk on Facebook Marketplace, and let me be the first to tell you. It's sold. Anyway. Yay. Yeah. You motherfuckers <laughs> that get on here and ask, can I take less money than what I posted on there? You can go suck a dick. Yo, that happens all the time. But okay, immediate lowball. Oh. I, I'm so frustrated. I get very mad about the silliest things, but in my head, my brain works a different way. This is when he can way. show emotion. <laughs> <laughs> my brain works a different way. So, like, I put my desk on there for $50. Sure. In my head, it's fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't understand why somebody would say, "Hey, would you take forty-five? Like, my brain goes to, "Okay, yeah, it's less money." But in my head, or well, your brain says it's less money. But in my head, I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing with five dollars?" Yeah. Like what? Like what? What? Why? People is this who are maker, nickel and diamond like that. Why it, is this? Yeah. Why is this make or break for you? Like, I don't feel like I should sell you the desk for. And then they say the same thing about you. Exactly. Like, why can't you just sell? What is that $5 extra going to do for your life? Like, just sell me the desk. Buy me the Big Mac. Oh, no, I'd actually want to afford it. Well, I think that's what made them think about it. Because I was like, Kylan, they could get a Big Mac with that $5 that you saved them. But like a it, desk and dinner. But that it, could also get him a big man. You spent the time to, te- right. to, to test if I would watch yeah. 45 for mm-hmm. you. And that's what frustrates me. Shark Tank is teaching everyone to counter. Like, They're <laughs> like, dude, always put in a counter offer no somebody, matter what. Somebody even messaged me, didn't even give me an offer. He said, what's the bottom dollar you'll take for this? Oh, that's happened to me multiple it, times. Like, what? <laughs> I don't even sell shit on Facebook Marketplace anymore. I told him when we moved, we had a couple things, like a couple Keurigs to sell and stuff. And I was like, I'm giving away. I'm not fucking with Facebook Marketplace for $20. I can't stand the messages that go on and on and on. Are you all on the Lexington free Facebook page? Okay, good. It's just so obnoxious, the messages you get. and then no, I mean, on the free one, you just give shit away to people. I mean, oh, it's okay. Oh, I thought you meant the, the free, the one that you can become a group of that's like the yard, yard sale sales. ones. No, 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 no. This is like, there's two separate ones that I'm a part of, but it's literally a page that if you don't want something, you just post it. Like, if you want it, come pick it up, and people do. Mm. And it happens all, and if you need something, like if you're looking for something, yeah. hey, I'm looking for an outdoor chair. Yeah. Anybody got one they want to get rid of? And it's all 100% free. Yeah, Mom said they do that a lot on the Nextdoor app. They'll just be like, moving boxes on the curb at this house. Come get them if you want them. These are like legitimate st- stuff other than like... Well, no, they do actual stuff too. Moving yeah, boxes yeah, yeah, is yeah. an example because we had a lot of moving boxes. To get rid of. <laughs> you see how Annabelle subtly said we needed outdoor chairs? No, no. That was just like an example. You have outdoor You just get on there and be like, hey, no. dude, I need a fucking outdoor chair. You have outdoor chairs. We sat in them. It was great. We're going to get out of here. Uh, (laughs) They were free. An hour and 20 minutes in. I think we did well with three. Love everybody for listening. Uh, Please comment, rate, subscribe, share, 
retweet. Do you put it on Twitter? Like every week, Annabelle. You, you put it on Twitter? Yes. Oh, Hashtag Potter and Family. We need Nuh-uh. to start Hashtag swear. Podcast. I hope Hashtag you don't actually put Potter Family. Potter and Family is a hashtag. Potter and Family. Don't do that. Hashtag Spotify. Do you at least hashtag our name? Do you know no. what we need to do is... <sighs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You do need you know to start posting work? it on <laughs> Ralph Dog Millionaire's Instagram because he has more followers than we do. Facts. Ralph. Our waitress last night started following Ralph because he was at Are dinner with us. Are you fucking serious? Ralph, will, yeah. you, will you share our uh, podcast from this point forward? He's asleep. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to play a song... Annabelle chose again. Listen to her. Like, new DJ out here. Love yeah. I be listening to shit on the way over here now so I can pick something. Like, <laughs> yes, this is a good one. This, yeah. co- this song is called You Right by They. Peace. It's a bop. <laughs> She feel with my aura, but never been with a nigga from Aurora Look like she is Salvadorian Feels like she broke a Sephora Everything going accordingly until she started feeling too important I couldn't do nothing for her Before shorty left out the door, she said When you put it like that, like that, like that, like that, you right Nigga think he got it like that when I act like that, alright Nobody had the bad track, bad track on You right, you right, you right, you right, you right, I think you right, I be like bitch, you right, I bitch, I think you right, I be 